Hey everyone, and welcome back to the next installment of our Protégé and Beyond series. Today, Sarah and I are interviewing Corey Pace of South Carolina Federal Credit Union down in South Carolina. Hey, that's a redundant statement, but so it goes. We're in the midst of Protégé season. Uh, I know this month, October, numerous chapters are having their chapter level competitions, which is very exciting. A big thank you to every chapter who's committed to get involved, and a big thank you to everyone who has promoted the competition and has supported your local competitors. So let's not wait any longer. Let's jump into Corey's interview and hear about her protege experience and the challenges that she overcame. Corey, we really appreciate you joining us on the podcast to, to help out our listeners. If you could, introduce yourself. So I'm Corey Pace. Um, I'm with South Carolina Federal Credit Union, and I am a career development team lead, uh, and I work with our learning center. And I competed in the CUAIR Protégé competition in 2014. How did you end up hearing about the competition? So I saw it advertised um, for a couple years, and in fact, um, we the competition kind of started um, when we were split into different chapters for North and South Carolina. Um, there was a Palmetto um, kind of protege competition, and Stephanie Watson had actually participated in it and had done quite well in that and really gained a lot from it, and it actually wasn't something that... It sounded fun to me, but the stage of life I was in, I had small children, and I had taken a step back and was working part-time at that time. And so my supervisor, Nicole Miller, saw something in me, though, and just said, why don't you go ahead and apply for this? I think you would be great at it. And I said, oh, well, I just didn't think that that would be something that I could participate in being part-time. And she really encouraged me to go ahead and apply for it, and I did, and I won our chapter's uh, competition and and got to participate um, in the final. So I, I really credit her to seeing that in me and encouraging me to do it because I don't think I would have applied unless she had said something. Do you recall what your topic was, what you presented on? I do. So the angle that I'm coming from in the credit union industry, um, I actually started in recruiting for our credit union. And so um, I just really have a passion for the movement and what we're doing. And I wanted to find great people to work here. And so the, the, the angle I kind of took was from a career side of things. So it was called Careers in the Making. And it was about credit union careers and millennials and how that's really a perfect fit because millennials – Um, We tend to really have a desire to have purpose in our career, and we like to um, work for organizations that are benefiting the community. And so my topic was to really kind of make uh, a plea to credit unions that we need to capitalize on this and make sure that we are getting the message out that we have the types of careers that millennials will love. Have you seen that happen after, um, after your involvement in the competition? Yeah, um, I think that is a message, and in particular, South Carolina Federal, um, we have really 
worked hard to kind of get that message out. Um, and we are really seeing a positive correlation um, with young people coming into the market. You know, they really want to work it for a place that sees them as a whole person and not just as a cog in the machine. And so we're able to kind of connect what they do for our members on a daily basis um, to, to something that's a, a greater purpose. Um, so that's been really exciting um, to get that message out and um, really see it go to another level. What did you learn from your experience in the competition and afterwards? Well, one of the things I think that was the biggest impact to me was just how awesome the movement is, the credit union movement, and really what that means. So before I was kind of like stuck in my own little silo of South Carolina federal world, and um, I just kind of had that perspective, but it was really cool to meet other young professionals and honestly other leaders um, from other credit unions and how we are really trying to make a difference in our members' lives. And um, I had the opportunity to attend the uh, Principles and Philosophies conference. Um, that that was the, the prize that I selected, um, and that was really eye-opening to me um, to just understand the cooperative principles and how we were built as credit unions. And, you know, really as um, a younger person, a millennial, that really struck a chord for me um, in finding purpose um, to what I do. So that just kind of opened up my eyes to what credit unions are all about. And I think, I think that is the biggest impact is uh, how special we are and what we can be and what we could do better. I think there's ways that we could connect to some of our original intents um, as, as credit unions. And so pushing ourselves back to those things that we founded credit unions on. So I wanted to, to uh, revisit something you said earlier. You said when you were um, at the time in your career that you were involved in the project competition, um, you had a lot going on in your personal life. I was wondering if you could maybe talk about um, how you managed that personal and professional life, um, maybe to get more people who are on the edge about getting involved because of how busy they are. You know, it's just it kind of goes back to the the adage, you know, that you have to kind of stretch yourself to grow. And so sometimes you're going to have times that are maybe a little bit more stressful and you know you're taking on a little bit more. Um, but it's, you know, it's one of those things where if it scares you a little bit, it's probably worth doing. Um, and so, you know, I, I it was it was tough with, um, you know, three little kids and everything to, to decide to take this on. But I'm so glad that I did um, because it did. It stretched me. Um, it pushed me. And it really opened up some doors that might not have been there if I had not taken the leap. Yeah, and, and you mentioned that your, your supervisor uh, was very passionate about getting you involved, and, and I've seen here as well that um, there is leadership that steps up to support these competitors, and so no one's in it alone. I'm sure you weren't in it alone. You had support at your credit union. You had support at home. Um, it was just a matter of you you know, taking it on. Yeah, I think it's a matter of just being willing to take that first step and just to raise your hand and say, 
I'm interested. I, I want more. Um, I, I'm, it's worth it to me to put a little more extra effort into this because you, honestly, it, it benefits you, your professional development, and it does benefit the organization. So when you do that, it's like, you know, there's a lot of people that see that and are ready to assist you, but they need to know that you're, you're willing um, to take that step forward. Absolutely. Uh, and that's why, um, that's one of the reasons people should compete. It's the, it's that professional exposure that you're talking about that is so valuable um, to your yeah. your career. Just being willing to raise your hand. I've seen, you know, in in the past couple of years, I've I've tried to recruit others to get involved in the competition, and it's surprising how few people are willing to step up. I'm, you know, what I, I hear um, from older generations, uh, sometimes negative. Uh, feedback about millennials and we all feel entitled and we all feel this and that and um, you know it's not entirely true but I'm surprised that there are some of us that aren't willing to prove them wrong to prove the stereotype Mm -hmm. wrong anywho's that's my millennial rant Um, no well uh, there is an aspect you know where we kind of you do have to kind of fight against that stereotype and you have to and I will say because I'm doing career coaching um, at our organization and I a lot of the people I see are younger people that are getting kind of started in their career and trying to figure things out I would say the majority of folks are they're willing to do what it takes but a lot of times they just don't know where to start that's fair and so that's Mm -hmm. why I think as leaders in the organization or in the movement, we have to start to open up a conversation because on the one side, as an organization, we feel like, oh, we have all these resources. They just need to utilize them. But there's that piece and that aspect of mentoring where they can feel safe to ask questions and to kind of figure out, okay, what what should I do or what direction should I go? And not that you're providing the answer to that, but you're helping them to see what the options are and then kind of coaching them as to what resources can help them get where they want to be. That is super fair. Would you say, um, Corey, throughout the competition, would you say that um, you had a good core group of support, uh, folks around you that kind of coached and mentored you through the whole process? Yeah, absolutely. So like I had mentioned, it started off with my supervisor seeing something in me that I didn't even necessarily see in myself. Um, And then um, once I raised my hand and put myself out there, um, I was coached by our senior management team, including um, Bonnie Shufo and Troy Hall. Um, They kind of helped me to prepare for the finals. And then it didn't stop there, which was awesome um, because, you know, even though I didn't win the competition, um, I would say I still feel like I won because what it did is it connected me to so many great people. And um, really, I learned Troy Hall and I, I've really gleaned from him as a mentor going forward. Um, I've worked kind of closely with Jeff Harden in. Um, the league to kind of um, develop even more for the, like the mentoring program that we have um, and how we can make it work here at South Carolina Federal. And um, really I got involved with the Low Country chapter of credit unions um, and that has been awesome because I've 
gotten to know uh, people in credit unions um, down here in the Lowcountry chapter, and it's been really, you know, fun to work with them as well. So now it's just it has really expanded um, the relationships I have, and now I am taking what I've learned and kind of, you know, passing that on to other folks. Um, you know, whenever we have somebody that applies here at South Carolina Federal, I like to encourage them and kind of coach them um, as they're preparing for um, the, the finals or whatever competition they're participating in. So it's cool to kind of return the favor now that I have had so many great people pour into me. Yeah, I think you had a really great point that for some people, this is just the start of their involvement in the credit union movement. Um, it doesn't end. And for those people um, that do want more, that do want to be more involved, I have seen that they've had that support from the league. They've had that support from their credit union. And, um, yeah. you know, we're thankful for you for mentoring uh, people along the way. Um, I remember uh, the first time I met you was when I was at the uh, when I was at the 2015 Protégé competition um, representing my chapter and and uh, I kind of went in and and you know I had questions well like um, how was it to win like like this and that uh, for me it was win 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 and and you guys um, you and I believe it was Micah had um, great points that everyone wins um, and seeing that kind of philosophy from from you guys uh, was was fantastic so yeah definitely appreciate everything you're doing for the credit union movement down there and helping keep the protege competition alive and and healthy um do you have anything else that you want to add yeah no and thank you guys for putting together this podcast i think it is it's an awesome way for um people to kind of that are that are hungry that want to learn more and and want to grow to kind of hear about how you can do that and how you can get more involved in the movement so i appreciate that you guys are, are putting this out there. I guess just my, my final advice is um, for folks to just, just raise your hand, put yourself out there, and um, like you said, you, you win just by saying that you're interested, that you want to participate. Um, it's, it's not about winning the final competition, although that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. be, you can be competitive. Um, but you really will um, win just by getting involved and 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 saying that you want to learn more absolutely well Corey, uh always nice to chat with you thanks for coming on the podcast and we'll have you on again we'll have you as the first person that yeah. has been on three times oh, <laughs> awesome i'm looking forward to that <laughs> okay thanks Thank now. You guys bye so one of the things that Corey brought up was that having a busy personal life can uh get in the way of someone potentially wanting to get involved in the competition. Uh, and what's interesting about her story is that she had three young kids at home and a professional life and made the decision to get involved because of the benefits that she saw associated with the competition and, and, and those around her that have competed in the past. Uh, and props to her for doing that. I can't, I can't imagine. I couldn't either. I don't have any kids. Um, yeah, I couldn't definitely imagine that. But I think one of the things she pinpointed was, you know, her her manager really supported her and encouraged her. And she had that good, good core group of people around her to support her through that. 
um, which I think is very, very important from a leadership perspective that if you have a young professional that is interested um, in doing it, to be there, bounce ideas off, practice the presentation, read through their essay, uh, and just be that support person there for them because it's a, you know, it's a good six-month process that could potentially, depending upon, you know, their experience, could take a lot out of them. Um, and especially if you have that family life you have to balance, it's it's mm-hmm. tough. Yeah, but when, when there is a will, there is a way, right? You got to make That's it happen. <laughs> make, what is the, isn't there a, a rap song, make things happen or, I don't know. Work hard, play Sing hard. Sing it for me. Work hard, play hard. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming back to listen, everyone. Check out the blog posts that uh, Courtney Jackson's putting up on the League website. If you see Sarah or anyone else sharing these uh, podcasts or blog posts on social media, please like it, retweet it, forward it, <laughs> share with your share people, it. put it on your intranet. Um, we're trying to create a tool here for... Uh, people who are currently competing in the competition to help give them uh, a leg up. Got anything else, Sarah? Stay tuned for the next one. We have more exciting uh, interviews coming your way. So like Phil said, like, tweet, share, and stay tuned. Yeah, do the social things. Bye.